Megillah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Zayin, 1-7. Another one of the Ein Bains, we have two cases about the Zav and the second one about the Mitzorah. Let's talk about the Zav first. The Zav is a person who has a mysterious emission dripping out of him. It's not a seminal emission. It's something else, um, which is different. Um, the exact source of it or what it is is sort of unknown. It's really unknown to me. Whatever it is, it makes a person tummy. Now, there's a big difference between if a person has one mysterious dripping out of him, or if he has two, or if he has three. If he has one drip out of him, it's like any other sheikh vas zera, and he's tummy, but just if he goes to the mikvah till that evening. It's a light form of tumah. Okay, he goes to the mikvah, becomes a tefuli yom, a shenil tumah, and then once after the mikvah, he's totally tower. If he has a second sighting of this emission, and now the word zav, which means from the word, the word zav means something like, to flow. The word zov is the noun, the thing that flowed out of him, like Eretz Zavat Chalav Udvash, a land flowing with milk and honey. So the zav is someone who has a zov, as the zava has someone who has a zov, but the zava has like a blood emission. She is mysteriously bleeding, um, not during her expected menstrual cycle. And the zav is having a mysterious emission that's not, who knows what it is, it's some kind of, I don't know, let's just you can imagine it's it's like pus. Okay, I don't know what it actually is, but whatever it is, um, it looks different than than normal seminal fluid. That's the point. So, if he has one such sighting, it's got the same status as a seminal emission. If he has two such sightings, then he sees a second time. So now that zav becomes tummy, and he becomes tummy for seven days. Um, not only is it seven days of tumma, he needs to have seven clean days if he sees, as long as he counts seven days of not seeing any further emissions. Um, more than that, um, when he wants to come tahor, he can't go to a generic mikvah. He actually needs maim chaim, a spring, um, to become tahor. Um, and while he's tummy, he has a very potent source of tumma. He conveys tumma not just through maga and masa, through direct and indirect contact with him, but even through Heset, excuse me, also Heset, but even through, that's also indirect contact, um, but even through something called Midras. Midras is that anything designed to support the weight of a person, if the Zav rests his weight on it, meaning a, a chair or a, the seat of his pants, or even, you know, Princess and the P, 10 mattresses stacked up one on top of the other, and he sleeps on the top mattress, all the matches all the way down become tame. And not only that, but when you convey his tumma through medras, the recipients, the, the mattress or the chair or the pants, whatever it is, they become an avatuma, like a source of tumma unto themselves that can be conveyed tumma to other people or utensils. So that's very intense. Okay? So that's um, quite peculiar to the zav, although the zava and eating your lettuce have similar. In any case, so once he sees the second sighting, he becomes a full-blown tame zav and he conveys a tumma as such. Now, uh, if he sees the tuma, excuse me, sees the the zov, the emission a third time, whether it happens on the same time for the third time that one day, or if it happens, he sees, you know, on Monday he sees it the first time, Tuesday the second time, Wednesday the third time, even three days one after the other, um, he becomes um, like a even he's the tuma is the same, but he has even more now to deal with in terms of of purification because he needs to bring certain carbonos as well, just to make sure that contrast is clear. When it comes to the Zav, he can see one, two, or three sightings on one, two, or three days, as long as there's no gap of the day in the middle. Whereas when it comes to the Zava, the woman, who has nothing to do with this at all, other than she has some mysterious emission, she has to see on three, the Zava sees three consecutive days. Seeing three times on one day or two days will not help any, well not, it's not the Zava Godola we're talking about. In any case, back to the Zav. So, 
Um, once it's used for a third time, now in addition to being tummy for seven days, needing the shiv and the seven clean days, needing the maim chaim, the mikvah, the, the immersion inside the like the spring, not just the regular generic mikvah. Um, he also needs to bring on the eighth day after he becomes through goes to purify himself. He needs to bring um, a korban. It's actually two birds. One is an ola, one is a chatas. Okay. And the Mishnah therefore says, Ein bein zav There's no difference between a Zav who had two sidings of this mysterious emission, um, to a person, a Zav who sees for a third time. There's no difference at all. He's Tameh for all seven days with the same everything. Ela, Korban. The difference is that once he's a third time, he also has to bring the Korban on the eighth day or any time after that he becomes Tower on the seventh day um, with those two birds. Okay. That's the Zav. Now, the next case of the Mishnah is the Mitzora. Now, Mitzora is someone who has sort of these mysterious white blotches on their skin, as long as it's sufficiently white and at least the size of a gris, like the, think of the size of a small coin. So then, um, like somewhere between like a shekel and a, and a penny or, yeah, some that kind of size. So then, um, on a skin, so that makes the person, male or female, into a Mitzora. Now, when when it's identified, he if there's some confirming um, sign that it's a tuma source, then he becomes already a confirmed mitzora called a muchlat. Muchlat means confirmed, absolute. Um, those confirming signs would be that inside the white patch on his body, he either has like a healthy part of this of like speck of skin or health, you know, patch of skin within the white. That's one possibility. That kind of that that healthy patch. Um, confirms that it's really in the in within the white patch. Confirms that he's Tame as a Matsura. The other possibility is if he has um, two hairs that are inside the white patch that had been not white hairs, but now they are white. They turned white. That also be a confirming sign. So if he has one of those confirming signs, he becomes automatically a Mukhlat, a confirmed Matsura. And the consequences are he has to go out of like the out of the, the walls of the city, if he lives in a walled city, um, and he remains Tameh until the until the uh, the nega, like the, the affliction heals. Now, if there's no just if there's no confirming feature, he's got the white spot, it's the size of a gris, it's the right color white, but there's neither two white hairs nor like a healthy part of skin in the middle. So then he is like a suspected, I don't know what to call it, he's, he's a he's a, a musgar, he's a Mitzor that goes into sequestration. He goes into quarantine for a week, for seven days. After seven days, the Kohen will look at him, specifically the Kohen, and the Kohen um, will basically um, determine one of three things. Either A, a confirming sign has emerged, meaning there's a healthy spot in the middle, the two white hairs in the middle of it, or the white blotch has spread on his skin. Any of those three options makes him now a muchla, a confirmed Mitzorah. If none of those things happened, there's no change at all, then he has a second seven days, after which time either he's either in or out, meaning he's going to become a mukhlat if then those one of those three confirming things happen, or he gets to become tower. Um, or if it's receding, like the, there's no confirming signs and the size of the of the nega, the, the thing on his skin, is shrinking, so then he already can now go, he's set free. It's like he's now on the way out of, he can go to the mikvah and become tower. So the point of our Mishnah is that while a person is Tameh as a Mitzorah, whether he is a Mukhlat, a confirmed Mitzorah, 
or he's a Musgar, just like the Mitzvah that's in sequestration. In both those cases, he's already fully Tame. He conveys Tuma um, by by Amaga, Masa, Heset, also by the rather, that those are, I mean, direct and indirect contact. Um, he also conveys Tuma in the rather in the extraordinary way called Bia. If he walks into the same room as something else and lingers there for a certain amount of time, then the things in the room become tummy because of him. Very potent source of Tuma the Mitzora. And he has to live out of the, he's kicked out of town, out of the Machna, even the Machna Yisrael, out of the walls, the walls of the city. And he has to stay out there until he can come back. Those all apply whether he's a Muzgar or a Muchlat, whether he's a quarantined or a confirmed Mitzora. Um The difference is, if a person is a Muchlat, um, he's confirmed to be Mitzorah. At that point already, he also has halachas of Priya and Prima. He has to, Priya is he has to, has to let his hair grow long, not cut it. Prima, he has to tear his clothing. Um, he has to, you know, put like a, kind of like a hood over his head down to his mustache and, 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 uh, and, uh, like if he's mourning and so on. Okay, so that all applies specifically to the Mukhlat, the confirmed Mitzorah, but not to the Muzgar, the quarantined but unyet confirmed Mitzorah, even though the Musgar still remains tummy and has to be out of the city. And that's what the Mishnah says here. Ein bein Mitzora Musgar le Mitzora Muchlat. There's no difference between, in terms of the Tumah, of the Mitzora who is Musgar, who is in quarantine, le Mitzora Muchlat, the Mitzora who is actually confirmed by those signs, ele prio frima. The difference only is the requirement to let the hair grow, or cut to another shot, not cover their hair, and prima, and tear the, whatever clothing he's wearing has to be torn, like rended. Now one more Point of our Mishnah here, we're going to talk about um, a reference to the Tahara process. So when the Muzgar is confirmed to not have it, meaning his, his let's say his Tzaras didn't grow for two weeks, or his Negev didn't grow for two weeks, or his Negev shrunk after one week, so then he's like free to go. What does that mean? He goes to the Mikvah, and he has to be, he goes to the Mikvah, and then in Eiffel he'll be Tahor. Okay? Now, um, on the other hand, if you're talking about a Muchlet, the Muchlet, the confirmed Mitzora has a very complex, a really complex um, purification process. Um, it's almost, it's really too much to go into over here. I'll just like very briefly sum it up here, just so you can make sense of the words of the Mishnah. Um, he has to um, first, on his once he's ready to be Tahor, so, meaning his Tzoros is leaving him, he's left him. So then what does he do? So he has to get a, a um, earthenware vessel filled with spring water, gets two birds. One of the birds is slaughtered over the water. The blood drips into the water. The second bird is dipped into that water along with a separate, like, spritzing device that comprises um, some cedar wood, some hyssop stalks, and some red thread, to shani, and that's dipped into the, that, and the tail of the living bird is dipped into the, the water-blood mixture and, like, spritzed on him. Then the Living bird is free to fly away. The guy goes back in the city. There he gets shaved from head to toe, meaning his eyebrows, everything else, everything is shorn from him. And then he goes to the mikvah. That's the first conversion to the mikvah. He waits seven days, and then he gets um, shaved a second time, and then he goes to the mikvah a second time, at which point, um, at nightfall, he is mostly tahor. He still is what's called the muchus or kippurim. He still needs to be karbanos. And then the next day, the eighth day, he can bring a corp, like, eight day from in the day after he went to the mikvah for the second time or eight days from the first time um then he has to bring uh th- three korbanos in truth there's the there's the asham mitzoros as well as an ola as well as a chatas um there should be three animals if you can afford it whatever it's, it's complicated there's oil brought and fl- and flour brought and some of the there's dipping of the blood and his his it is like the middle of his right ear and to his right thumb and to his right toe so that whole story 
all applies only to a muchlet. Um, the Mosgar just goes, the mikvah, he's, he's ready to go. So that's what the Mishnah says over here. There's no difference in someone who now he's ready to go because he's been in quarantine and now he's released and can you go to the mikvah and be freed? To someone who was freed from being kind of confirmed, a confirmed uh, Sipurim, Except the fact that before going to the mikvah, each of the two times, he has to be, well, even the first time, he has to be shaved from head to toe. And also prior to going to the mikvah, he has to this this bird the bird uh, procedure.